Who is ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here coming at you with an audio masterclass with none other than Ryan Lee. We're going to be talking about how to stand out in a crowded market and build a business with soul. I can't wait. We're going to be talking about why most entrepreneurs fail, how to come up with a perfect business name, so key, why hustle in quotes doesn't work, how to balance your business with an actual lifestyle, um, the best ways to triple your productivity, so key, and the right way to build relationships with your tribe and how to build a rabid community. I mean, are you not going to stick around for this content? It's going to be amazing. And who is Ryan Lee? He's the founder of Rewind, which is home of the world's first nutrition superbar. He's also the author of The Millionaire Workout, Passion to Profits, and was featured on the front page of the Wall Street Journal and called the world's number one lifestyle entrepreneur by entrepreneur. I mean, who else is going to give you that kind of title? And we'll be with Ryan and all that great content as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. Successful businesses rely on quality people because quality people will help your business scale and grow, but finding the right people can be tough. That's why I love ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience, and then actively invites them to apply for your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ryan, say what's up to Fire Nation and then share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What's up, Fire Nation? <laughs> I am fired up. Uh, what, what's something people don't know about me? Okay. Uh, back in college, I was captain of my track team and I was on my relay we set the school and conference record in the four by 100 meter relay, for, and I held the record for 17 years. What? Yes. That's actually amazing. Most of those things usually go in like a couple of years. 17. I, and I was a little upset when they broke it. But <laughs> all, you know, but that's something people might not know. Well, something that they also might not know, Fire Nation, that's you, is that Ryan Lee was episode 47 of Entrepreneurs on Fire. You were one of my power 50 that I reached out to. <laughs> so you were pre-launch. I interviewed you as one of my power 50. So I hadn't even gone live yet. I interviewed you. I, I literally man crush fell in love with you in that, that <laughs> man crush kind of way. So much so that I then, you know, went and invested uh, in myself to go learn from you in person down in Connecticut. And we've, mm -hmm. you know, really built a great relationship and you were a huge inspiration for my first ever mastermind fire nation elite. You told me how to put all that together. So much great stuff came out of me and Ryan Lee fire nation. I just got to say, it's not just the name Lee that we share in common, but it's just <laughs> wanting to build businesses with soul, which is so key. And so here you are, Ryan, over 2,000 episodes later, by the way. This is episode 2053. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you ever think that was going to happen? You know what? Yes and no. I, I, didn't, think, I didn't think it was possible, but <laughs> if anyone was going to do it, it was you. I mean, I, I still remember when you reached out to me before it went live and immediately we connected. And then I was doing an event and I said, you got to come. And I remember you set up a booth and you met people to interview there. And I'm like, there was something about you that was different than so many other people who wanted to build a business. And it was, you just used the word like soul. And you, I don't say, and I'm not doing this to kiss your butt. I'm not going to change my name to Ryan Lee Dumas. But, <laughs> what, what, but just, you could tell a lot about per, a person 
like when the behind the scenes and the cameras are not rolling and you and I have spent a lot of time together, a lot. you know, offline, we've had dinner together. We've sh- like, I've spent a lot of time with you and it's so rare to, s- to see someone who's you like your on fire persona is you in per- like you're, is you offline and you're always thinking of your, your customers, your tribe, your fire nation, you're always putting them first. And if it doesn't serve them, it doesn't matter if it makes you money, you won't do it. <clears throat> and which is, it's not very common. Um, and I, I've always, you know, I'll still, t- I still watch everything you're doing. You know me, I'm always messaging you like stuff. Like I, I've just been in awe of what you've done and you've done it the right way. You've done it ethically. Um, and you've done it by helping people and changing lives. And, but I knew if someone could do it, it was going to be. <laughs> well, thank you, Ryan. I really do receive that. I appreciate it. And that's why I knew that you are the perfect person to deliver this audio masterclass on how to stand out in a crowded market and build a business with soul because you've done it multiple times. You've helped me do it. So give Fire Nation a few little teasers about what we're going to be talking about today. We'll talk about kind of coming back and, and shifting and building a business because sometimes we, we go in one direction and we think it's the right thing and then it's not and we're scared to kind of shift um, and building a business, not just everyone says, you know, build it around your passion, but I think it goes deeper than that um, and building something that's not a short term, let me make money fast, let me kind of do a churn and burn method. This is building a long term business that you feel proud of that you can wear on your t-shirt. Like I have four kids and they love coming to our, our space here. They love talking about my business. Um, one of them now, uh, actually two of them have been working with me and helping us fulfill orders and wow. um, one's helping me run our Instagram account. So building a business that I'm proud of, that you guys are proud of, that your family's proud of, that just you wake up every morning smiling and saying, I'm ready to ignite. Fire Nation. You see why I love this guy? Do you see why I love this guy? So obviously you're going to want to stick around for the entire masterclass because Ryan's going to be dropping value bombs on all of those things. And let's just dive into the first specific topic, which is so key and is just so prevalent in the world that we live in today. Why do most entrepreneurs flat out fail, Ryan? They're scared, right? They're scared to take a chance. They're scared to take a risk. So they, they, they procrastinate and they keep waiting and they, they kind of suffer from the, you know, paralysis analysis and they overanalyze like, what if people don't like me? What if they don't buy? And they never actually get it out there, right? They never get it out there. And those that do finally get up the nerve, say, this is me, this is my product. This is my vision. This is what I want to do. Um, the minute they hit a roadblock, they retreat, and entrepreneurship, as you know, John, and, and most people who've started businesses in the real world, not theory, not a professor who never built a business, I'm talking like real world entrepreneur, you are going to get your butt kicked on almost on a daily basis. You're going to have wins and everyone on Facebook and Instagram takes their selfies and you know celebrates, hey, I just did this, just did this sale. But what they don't share often is how hard it is. Um, and it is probably the hardest thing you're ever going to do. Uh, it really is. And I saw you from day one, like it's, it's hard and you have to get back up. There's just no other way to say it. You've got to get back up. Uh, and those who don't just end up stopping. I mean, there's, there's, there's also, look, here's another thing. I mean, I'm just, I'm always going to tell it real. Some people, how do I put this bluntly? Their ideas suck, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, and, and their friends, uh, you know, and the family, oh, I love it. Oh, it's a great idea. You know, oh, I love that idea. And it's just not thought through. They're not strategic about it. They see someone do something and they try to copy it online. And there's no 
long-term vision. There's no brand. There's nothing. It's just like this one-off product, and it doesn't resonate with the market. It's not a strong hook. There's no lead. There's no um, there's no back end, so there's no way to really pay for traffic, so you can't grow. It's And it's just not a good idea. And what happens is some entrepreneurs, who they, they get up the nerve, okay, and let's say they have the fortitude to kind of get back up, but they get too emotionally attached to their idea. And they, they won't let it go. And there has to come a point when you're like, okay, I tried this. I gave it my all. I tried everything. It's just not working. It's time to move. It's time to shift. It's time to pivot. Let me try something different. And some people won't. And they want to force their ideas. And maybe the market just doesn't want it. Um, it's the typical, and I, I've used this example. One of the first coaching calls I ever did was a guy who was a strength and conditioning professional. And he had the successful strength and conditioning gym. And he had he trained thousands of athletes. And he said, you know, I want to, I, I created this product online and no one's buying it. I said, okay, what's the product? He said, how to prevent hamstring injuries. I said, okay, well, you've trained, you know, 3000 clients in person. How many people, how many athletes have ever come to you and said, you know what? Let's call him Rob. You know what, Rob? I just don't want to get a hamstring injury. Like that's the only, he's like, well, no one says that. I'm like, okay, well, why would they buy a product like that? And, and but people, they never get told the truth. And he was just, you know, just so stubborn is like, well, they're going to buy it and they need this. And there's a big difference between what people want and what they need. Um, and they're going to pay for what they want, not necessarily what they need. So you got to find that balance. Um, so those are just a few reasons. I could, I could, John, we could spend 75 hours in this audio masterclass kind of going through <laughs> all the things people screw up. I mean, th there is math that, you know, you, you can't, everyone says hustle, 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 right? But you can't out-hustle a bad idea. You can't out-hustle bad math. And if your whole – I just did a coaching uh, – a group coaching call a couple hours ago, and one woman said she has a product, a $49 product. Okay, well, what else do you sell? Nothing. Well, that's not a business. It's a one product. You know, you, you can't have a one product business. You can't – I don't care how many hours a day you work. It's just the economics don't warrant it. It's not a business because there's no way to generate new customers. You're going to lose money on the front. And if you're losing money on the front, there's nothing else to sell, then it's not a business. You're going to be losing money. Right. I want to take you up on that. Someday, you and I are going to sit down and we're going to create the first ever 75-hour podcast about why entrepreneurs fail. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing and it's going to break records and I can't wait. <laughs> first of all, anytime you want. If you ever <laughs> want to do a longer, maybe not 75 hours, maybe 74, okay. uh, and just I could go for hours. We could just go back oh, and forth. I would love because, it. Because there's, there's a lot of wisdom to be learned and like the mistakes that people make. And sometimes they'll listen and be like, oh my God, you're, it's, it's almost like you're talking to me. Right? They, <laughs> uh, break from, uh, but I just, I always, I'm always going to tell people the truth. And the truth is it's hard. It's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. And you have to mentally and physically prepare, you know, not just to prepare to ignite, prepare to get back up and prepare to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, yeah, we talk mentally, but I'm telling you physical, you've got to physically eat well and exercise and just get yourself ready for the challenge because it's going to kick your butt. And if you're not in top physical, mental, emotional state, it's going to be very hard to do. It's a full spectrum. And that's one thing I admired about you from day one was that you really got all sides of that equation. I can remember so clearly, Ryan, back in 2012, I don't know if you even can remember this, but you sent an email out where you wanted to sell or at least divest some of the hundreds of dot coms that you had because you're like, I just want to share some of these ideas. And I remember yeah. going through that list and it was just like, 
this guy is so genius. These dot coms are brilliant. This, this yeah. branding is amazing. I mean, you are a master at coming up with the perfect business names. I just love it. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I hit a grand slam with entrepreneurs on fire for sure. But I mean, like that's like a one in a hundred for me. I, I like strike out nine, nine times. Like you're batting like 754 right now from the plate for business names. So share with Fire Nation, how do you come up with a perfect business name? Sometimes it's instant. I'm like, that's the name. And there are sometimes it takes weeks. Um, the first thing you got to do is kind of clear your head. You need to almost get offline and get into places and environments where you feel relaxed. Um, I have some of my best ideas either driving or I get reflexology a few times a week and I'll get back from that. And it's like, I'm ready to rock. I just come up with these great ideas. But I start to look at, okay, what's the, um, What's kind of the feel? What's the emotion? What's the benefit that someone's going to get from your product or service? And it's and and what I find is most people name their companies or products. And and let me stop there for a second. I know I sound like I'm a, I'm a lunatic jumping around, but <laughs> the, fir- the first thing you got to do is before you even do this, and this is really important, John. It's f- what you have to differentiate between your product and your company. And most people don't, and they blur the line. So, John, name any topic. Sports. Okay, give me something more specific. Dive in. Give me a specific sport or something badminton. that someone might want to create. Okay, what is so? Name an entrepreneur. Like, what would an entrepreneur want to do in the badminton space? Create a. Create a better racket. I'm going to nix your idea. Let's say <laughs> they want to become. I, I hate my idea too. <laughs> your ideas. Yeah. Stick with entrepreneur and fire and just stay. <laughs> I told you I'm one for a hundred right now. So let's say it's it's badminton. <laughs> let's say it's badminton and they want to become a better badminton player. So what they'll do is they'll say, okay, I'm going to create this thing and it's called, you know, badmintonpowercourse.com. And that's the name of their product. But then they also want to call their business that. And But there's a difference between a business and a product, and you have to start thinking of, okay, what's the business, what's the brand, so then I can create multiple products under it. So maybe, and I'm just coming, you know, maybe the product is badminton something. So I, I like, in terms of tactical stuff, <clears throat> I like to think of the company first, and from the company and, and the business name, you could then create different products under that. So like you have Entrepreneur on Fire, and then you have your, uh, your, your Entrepreneur on Fire Mastermind. So you have all these different kind of products underneath the EO Fire brand. Um, when, when possible, alliteration is nice. Uh, I like alliteration. So if it was badminton, I would then start to think of, okay, what's B? What are some benefit words that start with B? And then you can you can even then go online and start looking at um, synonyms and start saying, okay, what are some things I want to have? Okay, power. What are some other words that start with B, power? Maybe it's like badminton baddie, you know? Um, the or And then you start kind of melding these words and, and your benefits and what's the feeling and what's like, what's that brand? Like yours on fire and like ignite, that is, that totally fits your personality. <laughs> so, but you've got to kind of match it. And if you're going to be kind of like the on fire, excited guy, then on fire makes sense. If you're more of a, ser- and there, look, there are some people who are, are in the space and maybe they're much more serious and maybe more methodical and more like kind of slow and soft-spoken. On fi- Entrepreneur on fire just wouldn't match them. Um, even if it's a good name, you've got to go with the company that's that could potentially match it. So you start looking at alliteration. Um, you think of it as a brand 
versus a product. So it doesn't have to be so specific. You don't have to spell out every friggin' benefit. Um, with the other, the previous company I started called Freedom, um, I was just trying to get to the idea that was that was teaching entrepreneurs how to build their business. And it was like, well, what's the real thing that people want? It wasn't money. It was the, what money gives them. And it was freedom. So I'm like, freedom is great. It's, it's, there's two syllables, freedom. And I love if you can get a brand that's two syllables, freedom. Uh, and then I went online and I was typing in different versions of it. And, and then I found a spe and I'm like, what about different spellings? Mm. So sometimes you could spell it differently. And I did freedom with a Y and it worked. Um, then there are times, so my newest company, my newest business, which is just my, my life, it's called rewind and it's a health company and it's, it has multiple meanings because it's about rewinding the clock and rewinding the years and knocking years off your body and the fact I I overcame this autoimmune and I lost 30 pounds and I'm you know I'm going to be 46 and I feel like I'm 20 and I'm back to the same weight and pant size I was in high school. So rewind also has that double meaning of I love the the nostalgia and the retro in the 80s and our you know kind of rewinding a cassette tape, rewinding a VHS tape. It has that double meaning. So that was like the perfect name. Um, now don't let a, the fact that a domain name is not available, don't let that stop you. So for example, this is another tactical thing that people do. They'll say, okay, I wanted to call my company rewind, but rewind.com is taken. So I can't call it that. Well, yeah, you can. Um, you could just, so we found the name rewindtoday.com and all of our social media, Instagram and Facebook is, you know, slash rewind today, not a big deal. There's a popular cosmetic company called Lush. It's LushUSA.com, right? They probably couldn't get Lush.com. It doesn't matter. Um, you could still incorporate the name in there. Just make sure it's not trademarked. I know you've been through some trademark issues in the past. <laughs> we all have. If you come up with yes. a, a good enough name, guess what? You might not be the first person. <laughs> right. So you got to so check check the trademark office. You could do a free USPTO.gov uh, search um, and alliteration if you can, or, or two syllables. Um, and again, the difference between a product and a business, they're two separate things, create that, that big one brand, that umbrella, then you could create products underneath it. Um, and make it, make it easy to, it, it this spelling is important. Um, but it's got to roll off the tongue too. Uh, it's got to be easy to say if it's something that is hard to say and it's, you get, you know, there's, you you get tongue tied just saying it. You have to say it really slow. Then you have to spell it out. It might not be the best name. You know one thing that I do, Ryan. That's pretty interesting. Is when I come up with like a new idea for a product or a service or even a business, I'll like sit down. I'll talk with Kate about it, and I'll like tell her what the name is, and then I'll kind of leave it at that. And then I let at least two days pass, and I'll be like, Hey, babe, remember a couple of days ago we were talking about my new idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what was the name? And if she literally mm -hmm. can't recall it, that's a really bad sign. This is somebody who was sitting down with me, listening to me, caring about what I was saying. And if she can't recall it, that's 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 a, that's a red flag right there. So, I mean, that's you have to have flag. these kind of conversations. Absolutely. Right. And, if, and if she can't even remember you, that's an even bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wait, John Lee, JLD. I sleep next to you every night. <laughs> JLD. Uh, and, oh, and the other thing, another important thing is find people who are going to tell you the truth. Um, you, the worst thing you could do is hire, um, or work with a yes man or a yes woman or someone who's always, you know, a few of us. So let's say, uh, she was just, okay. was just someone who just agreed with everything. Oh, it's great. JLD. It's great. It's great. It's great. It doesn't really serve you. Um, which is my, my final barrier. My final test is my wife because we've been together, God, 25 years since, yeah, 25 years since college. 
and she's she's known me before you know she knew me when i worked in a children's hospital um so she's always going to tell me the truth and if i'll <laughs> i'll say like a name to her she'll be like oh, that's awful <laughs> uh, I, but if i do a name and she's like hmm not bad i'm like that's it i registered the name i'm off to the races wait remember, you register a domain that's never happened before i know but you know what i oh in my heyday john i was registering 3 to 4 a day i oh, mean i, I at one time it. had about I had about 1,200. I saw I the email. Went, the email was just a list of all those dot coms. I was like, holy oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. And But now I think I'm down to like, I don't know, 70. <laughs> like I've just let them all go. I could care less. I just, I'm, I'm really, really focused. Oh, by the way, and that's another reason why entrepreneurs don't succeed. They're not focused. There right? it they're is. Trying do, they're trying to do 100 things at once. It's hard enough to get traction and momentum with one brand. Uh, it's, it's infinitely more <laughs> difficult to do it with multiple brands unless you have a lot of resources available and a lot of man and woman in power. And that's why when Ryan said, hey, you know, this new company, Rewind, is my life, he means it because yeah. that's his focus. He is following one course until success. Focus. And Fire Nation, if you think we've been dropping value bombs, you're right. We're going to thank our sponsor. We're going to be right back with some more value bombs with Jay Lee D and Ryan Lee. So don't you go anywhere. So Fire Nation, we're here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And Ian, you spent so much time in the hiring space. What is the biggest challenge employers face today when hiring? 90% of companies say finding qualified and available candidates is their number one pain point. At ZipRecruiter, we used to say that we were going to solve the quality problem with volume. If you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said, you know, we deliver haystacks, we don't deliver needles. In the last couple of years, we've made the largest investment our company ever has in any particular piece of technology, and it's all centered around algorithms that help match your job to exactly the right candidates in market as soon as your job is posted. The experience you have on ZipRecruiter as an employer is simple. Post your job, and we will within minutes have notified all the candidates in market who are a just right fit for the opportunity that you have open, and you will see them start to apply that same day. No more posting and praying. ZipRecruiter makes it easy to find qualified candidates. Fire Nation, I hope you're tuning in here. I don't want you to struggle hiring because of too many unqualified applicants. It is such a waste of time to sift through the wrong candidates. And if there's one thing entrepreneurs can't afford, it's wasting time. This is why ZipRecruiter's matching algorithm is awesome. It saves a lot of time and a hassle because they focus on sending only qualified candidates. Here's how ZipRecruiter finds you quality candidates. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US and this is based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. Ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Ryan, we're back and I'm going to be honest, you have a large family. Um, at one point, you were 30 pounds heavier than you are now. You were 30 pounds, maybe we can say overweight. You were dealing mm -hmm. with an autoimmune disorder. You had a lot of things yep. going on in your life. Um, but you were able to pull it all together and to pull it all together, there needs to be balance and you were able to balance business with lifestyle. So tell Fire Nation how you figured that out. 
I had a really, really rough patch. You know, you mentioned my health. Um, and I think the autoimmune was caught. Stress is definitely a big component. Huge. Um, my mom, yeah, my mom had just uh, passed away who I was really close with, just devastated my family. Oh. Um, then, and right at the time, one of our businesses, we went from, um, we were generating seven figures a month in revenue to millions of dollars in debt within like a few weeks. Just something bad happened and one person left and our ma number one promoter left and started his own competing company. Like everything kind of fell apart just when we did a multi-million dollar blanket order. So I had all this stress of, of the business, of losing my mom, and then I started to eat more and we had just had our fourth child. Um, so it was just, and I was traveling, I would stay out late and I was drinking. It was just, I was a disaster. And I just said, that's it. Um, I need to, I need to turn this around. Um, I was trying to put on a, a you know, a, a brave face in public, but inside I was, I was hurting. So the key for me was one word and it was simplicity. Um, in each area of my life, I was just going to say, let me kind of do a restart. Let me redo and figure out what's, what can I do to simplify each area of my life? Uh, number one with the business was, was get back to let me, and that was probably right around the time I started when you got that email, when I started selling my domain names, Yeah. let me simplify, let me even just getting rid of those names. It's like, it's not even in my head anymore. Let me get rid of that stuff. Let me focus on one business instead of creating 50 different products and trying to run a hundred different things. So we ended up closing down our, the nutrition company at the time I had some partners. Um, so we phased that out, paid off all our debts. It took us years to pay off the debts and then finally got out of that. Then, um, closing down all these other products, saying no to a lot. I, I still have opportunities to speak just about every weekend if I wanted to. Um, and I just say no. I say no to everything. And for six years, I did not travel once. The only time we traveled was vacation with my family. So I simplified um, what I was doing, my schedule. I simplified my business where I focused. That was when I, when I started building the, the company called Freedom. I said it's going to be one site, one product we're going to start with. And it was a membership site with recurring revenue. And that was my sole focus for a few years. And then just making sure I was physically, emotionally more present for my kids and not traveling helped. I didn't miss any games or sports events. And I started, well, I've always coached, but I coached even more stuff. And I've coached now for all my kids. And, and speaking of all your kids, like that's not a small statement because you have well, a lot of kids. Well, we have, yeah, we, we have four, um, <laughs> which is unreal because my oldest is now about to be a sophomore uh, in high school. They're getting ready for college. Any, uh, any front runners? College? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to nominate Providence College. Just saying, I am Providence, alumni. All right. Yeah, it's well, amazing. Am, I'm, I'm Ithaca College. Go Bombers! All uh, right, cool. And she's she's a really good tennis player, USTA tennis player. So Ooh. we'll see if she wants to play. She in wants to, if she wants to play in the Big East, then yeah, Providence College would be great for Big her. Big East, we'll go Providence. <laughs> uh, the, what are you guys? The Friars? The, the Friars. I love that yes. you knew that. And by the way. I'm not going to say that I have a connection in the admis in the admissions, but I have a, I have a connection. Okay, and you know, <laughs> and we will we will we will call you on that. And by the way, I remember Billy Donovan when he played for Providence. Oh, back in '87, took us to the Final Four under Rick Pitino. That was awesome. I, I remember, but um, and now I don't remember that stuff. Simplifying, <laughs> simplifying, uh, and and then I said, and then I I went kind of ups and downs with my health, and I really got it dialed. It, it took me a while of of ups and downs um, to about. Uh, little, it's about a year ago. I just a year and a half ago, 
I just said, that's it. I came, we came back from, from our February vacation. I could, I, the pants, the jeans I wore down, I couldn't put back on coming back. I told my wife, I'm like, what the hell? Did you wash the pants? She said, no, we didn't wash your pants. <laughs> I couldn't fit in anymore. And I had an ear infection. Like right when I got home, I went to a doctor and I was almost 200 pounds. I'm only 5'8". Um, my joints were killing me from the autoimmune disorder. Everything was flaring up. My blood pressure was borderline hypertensive. I said, that's it. And I knew for simplification, the key for me was going to be I got to win the morning. I got to start my day off right. And that was the idea. That was kind of the, the germ of the idea for where I am now in the, with this new company that I just launched for wine. But it was, it was really simplifying my business, simplifying my relationship. Every time I get home, my phone goes off. I'm present with my kids. And, you know, I, I, I've got my routine is, is really locked in simplifying my health, simplifying my workout. My workout is 20 minutes every day from home. Um, so I know exactly how long it's going to take and just saying no to a lot. Uh, and it's just, it's amazing when you start to live a really simple life, <laughs> how, how you just wake up every morning smiling. Fire Nation, there's a few things I really want to highlight that Ryan was talking about. You know, obviously we've used the word simplify a few times, but we can't stress that enough. You have to simplify your life. You have to say no. I love the quote by Derek Sivers. If it's not a heck yes, it's an absolute no. You have to win the morning. That's W-I-N, the morning, Fire Nation. I'll tell you straight up, my morning routine is absolutely non-negotiable. I wake up, I hydrate first thing. I've just been dehydrated mm -hmm. for the last eight hours. And then guess what? I go down and I slowly warm my body up into a nice exercise session, non-negotiable. Then I meditate, I journal, and then I read all the while I'm out in the Caribbean sun and getting my nice fresh vitamin D. That's the way that I get going in the morning. That is a non-negotiable routine. By the way, I do 30 minutes in my infrared sauna every single morning to sweat out some of those toxins. It's an amazing part of my morning routine that I say is non-negotiable. And guess what? Since I say it's non-negotiable, it happens every single morning. Now, Ryan, mm -hmm. I want to move into something that I really admire about you. And I'm obsessed with it, by the way productivity. I launched an entire yeah. journal on productivity, the mastery journal. It's all focused on being more productive, disciplined, and focused. I'm obsessed with this topic because when you're productive, like I am today, by the way, doing nine interviews in one day, that's productive as heck. That's amazing. So I can go on a 65 day European trip and my show is still going, you know, live every single Monday and every single Thursday and absolutely rocking it. I love productivity. So you have a great way to tell us the easiest way to not just single or double, but to triple your productivity. Take it away. Number one is you have to first figure out what is that, no, that number one driver of whatever it is your big goal. So let's say it's your business, right? What's the number one thing that's going to move the needle most? Um, that's going to get you the most business. That's going to grow the most. That's the thing. Like the no, there's got to be the number one thing. So maybe if someone else is listening to this and they're a podcaster, I know you've helped thousands of podcasters. Maybe their biggest thing is they're at the startup phase. So it's, it's getting new guests, right? So maybe it's the first half hour or 45 minutes that you sit down to work and you say, I am doing nothing. I'm not checking my, my email. I'm not checking my phone. My phone goes off until I email 
seven people, eight people, 10 people to be potential guests on my podcast. Or maybe the podcast is already happening and now your job is to promote the podcast, whatever way it is. So maybe you're like an Instagram or a YouTube person and that's the first thing you do. So you gotta find that thing and do that first and remove all other distractions. I mean, that really is the key and so few people do it. Everyone wakes up in the morning, they check email and now they're playing defense all day. So you do that and, and what you do is, I. You you have your routine as well, and I don't live in the Caribbean. It would be nice. <laughs> you got a pretty first. You, I'm listening to your routine. I'm like, damn, mine sucks. Um, <laughs> Mine's yours awesome. is pretty good. No, you you have the world's best routine, by the way. Uh, so the so <laughs> you're just thinking about me in the Caribbean sun right now, reading a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 not bad. Um, but but the key though, and you said the Caribbean uh, sun is figure out the environment yeah. and the environment that you feel best in and is is your most productive and creative. So what I used to do is every every six months I'd rent a different office and I'd go into different, I think this is gonna be the office, I'm gonna be productive there. And I'd go into one of these shared office or co-working and I'd get a space and then after like a couple days I'd be sitting in a little white room. I'm like, this is all, I, mm. I don't feel productive at all. I felt terrible. <laughs> and then I would, I'd end up saying, I'm gonna go to the coffee shop and then I go to the, co and then, for years I was doing that because, you know, you quote unquote need an office. And then I realized, I'm like, I am so much more productive and better when I go to the coffee shop. So I stopped getting an office and I just started going to the coffee shop. And that's my non-negotiable. Every morning I wake up, I also have water. You got to rehydrate. I have my Rewind Super Bar, of course, which is how that, that for me, that's the, the calories in the morning. That's how I, I created this whole company. Um, and then I go to the coffee shop and I put my headset on and I'll listen to now for me, I love music. Um, and I'll, I'll find one song for whatever the day, whatever the, whatever mood I feel like I'm in. And I'll listen to the one song on repeat. And I just get in this almost hypnotic state. I take my first sip of the latte and I just do my most important thing, which is usually sending out my daily email. And it's, it's amazing when you have that environment, that separate environment, and everyone is different. Some people, might say, well, Ryan, I work in the morning, so I can't work in the morning. You know, I have a full-time job, so I have to do it at night. That's fine. Whatever your time is going to be, your time is going to be. And I, I live in the real world. I understand everyone has different schedules. So block off that time. Make that, as you say, I'm going to use the JLD, non-negotiable. <laughs> That's your time. Find your space. It might be the kitchen table. It might be your local um, – bookstore or Starbucks or hotel lobbies are a great place to get work done. Free Wi-Fi, uh, some comfortable tables and chairs, uh, libraries, like just a park, whatever the space is going to be, make that your creative space. It should be different than the space you pay your bills, right? Uh, make it, if there's a space that you just don't feel good in, you can't work from there. Um, put your headset on, whatever song you like, get in that hypnotic state and shut off all of the distractions and just go. Fire Nation, a couple things I definitely want to highlight from that section. What is your number one driver in your business? Like if you don't have that identified, if you don't have that focus, then even if you are being quote unquote productive, you're going to be productive in the wrong areas. You're going to be producing content or results in the wrong thing because you need to know your number one driver. And then as Ryan just went through, you have to figure out your environment. You have to know your environment. For me, I've created what I consider the perfect environment, my little quote unquote EO Fire Studios, just my spare bedroom here in my house. I walk 10 feet from my bedroom, but it's 
a whole new world when I close the door. Orange walls, there's microphones with fire here, there's awesome things going on. It just has a completely different vibe than almost anywhere else in my, well, than anywhere else in my house, period. I have figured out my environment and you need to as well. And it, you be, I bet you feel great when you walk in. I feel great. I close the door and I'm like, la, like it's amazing. <laughs> I love the feeling, I love the environment. And guess what? I didn't get here overnight. It takes time to figure that out, Fire Nation, but work towards that. And one thing that you do, Ryan, better than most, maybe anybody that I know is build relationships with your tribe. I mean, we were talking pre-interview about some things you're doing with Rewind right now when people actually purchase from you with handwritten notes and some other things. Take us through this. Take us through the right way to build relationships with your tribe. Give us some examples of what you're doing with Rewind. I'm definitely taking notes and I'm definitely not forgetting your offer of sending me a bunch of these bars. <laughs> you, you're getting a few bars. Yes. Uh, except you're paying shipping. What? You. No, no, um, it's so, Puerto Rico. It's just yeah, like USPS. It's fine. It is. Um, so the... Look, the first the first thing you have to do with your business is have kind of what's your overall philosophy? What's the thing that drives it so that everyone is on the same page? Ours has always been you just do the right thing, right? You treat your customers how you'd want to be treated. That's the filter. So if someone says, you know, hey, I, I did this and, you know, can I get a refund? Even if they're not, quote unquote, entitled to one, even if they're not supposed to get one. You say to yourself, if I were the customer, how would I want to be treated? What would I want? Well, I'd want the refund. Well, that's what we do. And my and everyone who works for my team is gets full you know you have full <laughs> you act, whatever you need to do to do the right thing that's what you do um, so that's the overall philosophy it's not how do we quote unquote extract as much money from people or how do we upsell them it's not that at all it's more the Zappos mentality so you and then we look at this this is a long term business this is long term relationship so we create a really good product and we just make it very personal our uh, our nutrition bars are the box because it's called Rewind. It looks like a boom box, like from the 80s. I um, mean, there's a little blank cassette tape and it says these bars were mixed just for and there's a blank space and we write their name in it. So if if you ordered a box of bars or a boom box of bars, it, you're going to get your box and it's going to say these bars were mixed just for John or JLD. Uh and it just feels good. And then we write handwritten notes. Thanks for ordering. We notice things. I There was someone who ordered recently, and I handpack a lot of them because I still want to really feel. I just like there's something about the physical, you know, analog state of a, of a product. And I love writing notes to people. And someone ordered, and she was from Suffern, New York, which is in Rockland County. That's where I'm from. So I wrote her note and then wrote, P.S., I'm also from Rockland County. Um and she got it. She, oh my God. And she, she emailed us. She's like, oh my God, it's a small world. I can't believe from Rockland. And, and then I reply and they, they can't believe we replied to them. Just treating people amazing and giving little, I don't want to say the surprise gifts because I don't want people, I want people to be surprised what they get, but everyone gets little surprises and little things that they weren't expecting. And sometimes we'll upgrade a box and give them extra bars without them even knowing just little things. Um, if, if we see someone doing something nice, uh, so someone, we just got an order this morning and the person emailed us personally and said, thank you so much, uh, I, Jenny. Jenny told me about your bar. She gave me one of hers and said I was going to be addicted. She's right. I love them. <laughs> and then Jenny now, who is one of our customers, I, I told um, – and, and I have a Kate as well. Kate works with me here. Um, is running like all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And and I said, Kate, go on. Let's go on Facebook. Let's go on social media of, of Jenny. Let's see what she does. Let's see what she likes. And let's get her a little personal gift – something. 
So let's say we look at Jenny and, and maybe on her Facebook page, maybe she posted a picture of, you know, hey, the Mets win or, oh, go Patriots. Or uh, maybe it's a picture of some kind of, I don't know, maybe she's into Hello Kitty. Who knows, right? But we find something personal and send. we're going to send a gift to her to thank her for referring a customer. As opposed to the easy way out. Hey, Jenny, here's a water bottle with rewind on it, <laughs> right? So self-serving. Uh, it's the little personal touch and we are going to – we're just blowing people away and they can't believe what we're doing for them and how much we just really, really, really want them to succeed. We want them to feel better. Uh, and when you build a business like that, man, you can't lose. Um Everything becomes better, easier, more effortless. You get more, and and not just we're talking about soul. It doesn't just feel better from a soul perspective because you're doing good work. It makes business sense because they stick around longer, right? You don't have to keep acquiring new customers, and they tell they become your biggest fans. You should see on social how much how much they're sharing. Um, we just had someone who was. Uh, on a news, she was on a local news station in San Diego, your old stomping ground. Uh, and she was, a, she's an author and she said, here's like my favorite things. And she had her rewind bar with her, uh, and it was on the news. And then she said, and then she did in social media. She said, and when, when I left the host said, oh my God, what's that bar? And she said, and I gave her like one of my last bars. <laughs> so, and, and you know what we're going to do? What do you think we're going to do? We're going to send her now a box of bars to thank her. So it's a lot of things like that. It's paying attention and it's sometimes doing things that don't scale, right? Everyone talks about scale, but a lot of times it's doing the things that don't scale because you can't scale relationships. So that's the heart and soul of our company. We, I, I, I've learned so much over the past almost 20 years of being an entrepreneur. Um, and now I've taken all that into the vision and just building this company like how my dream business, you know, coming from the nonprofit and coming from spending six years working at a children's rehab hospital. And then I was a gym teacher in, in the South Bronx, like coming from a place of giving and serving. And I got away from that for a few years and went down the dark path. And now just being back, man, all these little things, the little things add up. It really, even, even shipping, Okay, so so some people might have a physical product or maybe not. We do a physical product. We do all of our own fulfillment. We set up a whole space here. Everything is, I have records all over the place. It has that, you know, that comfortable environment. We get orders out the door the same day. Even I come in on Saturday or Kate comes in on Saturday and we get the, the orders out that day. Because even though most warehouses don't do that, right? They're like, well, if you order Friday night, you're not going to get it out till Monday. No, we're getting it out Saturday. We get out as fast as we can to get it to someone a day quicker. And people say, oh my God, I ordered this. And I got this like the next day. What are you like, what are you guys doing? Uh, so all, it's all those little touches and just showing people you really, really, really care, not just lip service, but actually caring. And what is all this doing, Fire Nation? This is causing conversations. What do you think Sally or Tom or Dick or Harry are saying to their friends, their family, their loved ones when they're eating a rewind bar? They're going to be talking about it. Can you believe what this company did or XYZ? Or when they see somebody else eating a, some kind of super superfood bar, they're going to be like, um, did your bar company do this or that or that? I mean, think of the conversations that this is starting. You're turning your clients, your customers into evangelists for you. And that is so powerful. And so you need, oh, to, yeah. you need to ask yourself, 
what is your philosophy, Fire Nation? What is your philosophy? And you got to figure it out. I love how you said that, Ryan. Ask yourself, if I were the customer, what would I want? That's how you need to operate. And that quote, you can't scale relationships is so true. Hashtag truth. So Ryan, you shared so much today. Take us home with just a final parting piece of guidance that you just want to make sure that Fire Nation really gets from this audio masterclass. Of course, any kind of call to action or ways that we can find out more about you or what you have going on, and then we'll say goodbye. Do the right thing. You know, Spike Lee had a right. Just do the right thing. Um, the right, but even though the right thing is sometimes the hard thing, it's harder to get any, get a product out the same day. It's harder to, re- to reply to every single email. Um, those things are harder, but they're the right thing. Um, and when you do that, good things happen. So that would be my word of advice. Um, check us out at rewindtoday.com. Uh, and and pick up a boombox, a bars. We we actually are doing a little promotion. It depends when people are going to listen to this interview. Where you could even try three bars for free. Whoa! Oh yes! Oh yeah! That's <laughs> oh, the way we're doing man. it. Get in my belly. It's the URL. I do a special one. Free super bars. F R E E superbars dot com. Um, and go get three bars for free. Wow, you and your domains, so amazing. I love them all. (laughs) Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And guess what? You've been hanging out with Ryan Lee and John Lee today. So keep up the heat. And of course, head over to eofire.com. If you type Ryan, you're going to be able to uh, get to the show notes page of this episode with all the links of what we've been talking about. But go back and listen to episode 47. Like I'm actually really tempted to go back and listen to that episode right now because man, Ryan was still dropping heat, no doubt. But I was, oh my God, oh my goodness. (laughs) I was just, (laughs) before my show even went live, I was a nervous little ninny. I can guarantee you that. That absolutely <laughs> happens. Ninny on fire. <laughs> I just registered the domain name. You literally ninny did. That's how fast it goes. <laughs> so Fire Nation, my call to action for you is to head over to rewindtoday.com to check out what Ryan has going on there. And what was the other one? It was free super bar? Yeah, free super bars. Bars com. with an you X. try three of them for free. Yep. Free super bars. Um, dot com get th- uh, three for free and make it happen fire nation i can't wait till mine come in um, they're going to be free as well i can't wait ryan said he's going to pay for shipping <laughs> it's so incredible uh ryan thank you for sharing your truth with fire nation today for that we salute you brother and we will catch you on the flip side thank you jld thank you everybody hey fire nation hope you enjoyed our chat with ryan today and I would love for you to become more productive, more disciplined, more focused, like I was talking about earlier on the show. And you can do that by following my system that I created utilizing the Mastery Journal. You'll become more productive, disciplined, and focused in 100 days, and it will change your life. So visit themasteryjournal.com. Use promo code podcast, we'll say, as a thank you for listening to my podcast, and I will catch you there. In business, there are smart moves and not so smart moves, like getting bogged down with hundreds of resumes from candidates who aren't the right fit. That's not smart. Luckily, there's a smart way to hire at ZipRecruiter because its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and then actively invites them to apply to your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter. Once again, the smartest way to hire.